We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. We're for brewmasters, stockbrokers, beauty queens, and truck drivers. Whatever you do, if you're a Missourian, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we've got Missouri covered. Baked, flaky, buttery biscuit. When I take a bite, it's kind of like, you know, crispy, soft, crispy. Crispy outside, soft interior, crispy chicken. There's really nothing like it. Start your day with the Chick-fil-A Chicken Biscuit, available on the Chick-fil-A app. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. Grilling never smelled so good. Introducing new Kingsford Signature Flavors. Made with 100% real spices, Kingsford Signature Flavors Flavor Boosters can be added to any pre-lit charcoal or bought pre-mixed with Kingsford Charcoal Briquettes to add a whole new rich, full-bodied flavor and aroma to your cookout. For flavor you can see, smell, and taste, new Kingsford Signature Flavors. Kingsford.com. Okay, you know how it feels when you've saved enough for that long-awaited home edition? Now imagine an edition on that edition. That's the feeling with Capital One, where a new savings account earns an interest rate five times the national average. That's right, five times, as represented by five times more singers. This is banking reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Rate comparison based on FDIC national rate. Capital One NA member FDIC. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Beware of the fog. You're a Swiss the right way. The Kansas Jayhawks hit the hardwood every game right here. Wow! What ball movement! They share it and they throw it down. There's nothing like Kansas basketball. A big time thundering slam! Be a part of the journey all season long on your home for Kansas Jayhawk basketball. Saturday, the Jayhawks return home to take on Baylor. Coverage begins at 5 on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, oh, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. Welcome back. It is hour number two right here on the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. We are broadcasting from Sin City, home to uh, Super Bowl 58. It is day four from Radio Row, and it is uh, hopping. It is a jumping up in here. <laughs> so many people are just rocking. They're just walking around, man. And, I mean, all these superstars superstars keep coming out. And, you know, normally day four is when you start to see some of these gold jackets. You start to see some of these Hall of Fame jackets. One of those guys who was wearing his Hall of Fame jacket was Steve Largent. And we'll get to the Hall of Fame wide receiver of the Seattle Seahawks coming up in just a little bit. We have Brian Haney, the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, who will be a part of the show at 3.30. Of 
course, we'll give them a shout, all that wonderful stuff. And then after that, we'll see, you know, what we got left. We, we could give Terry Franz a buzz, brought to you by Super Pools. But i got to say, we have so much stuff coming up here today, all this audio that we were able to get a hold of. I really want you all to listen to the interview with Drew Tranquil. I think it is just superb. That is what we have for you here in hour number two. Always got to go on the fly, man, and I'm sure tomorrow will be the exact same thing. Well, speaking of Hall of Famers, I had a chance to visit with two wonderful guys earlier today, one of them being Bart Oates. If you don't know who Bart Oates is, he is a three-time Super Bowl champion, played for the New York Giants from 1985 to 1993, and then with the 49ers from 1994 in 1995 so Bart Oates was here but he was also with one of my guys that I looked up to and that is Willie Rofe who played for the Kansas City Chiefs of course he was a saint from 1993 to 2001 he was an 11-time pro bowler he's a hall of famer played for three years in Kansas City so here is Willie Rofe and Bart Oates from earlier today Pleased to be joined by two guys. You know a thing or two about blocking some dudes up front. We have mm-hmm. Bart Oates, who is in the house. He was a center for the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers, Super Bowl champions, might I add. And, of course, if you are a fan of Kansas City Chiefs football, you might know this guy. I don't know. His name's Willie Rofe. I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. heard of him or whatnot. But, man, i got to say it's an honor to have you guys here. How are things going? Thank you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thanks for having Good us. To be here, Great man. to be here, man. Absolutely, it's fantastic. We got a Niner. We got a Chief, which I think is kind yeah. Of cool. We got yeah. We got we got this both ends. We, 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 we got our own and Super and Bowl. and we both ended our careers. So he started with the Giants for yeah. USFL. <laughs> I was with the Saints, and then I started. And then he got a ring, and and I played on some outstanding lines in Kansas City. So yeah. you know, we got to end end our careers on some uh, some high notes. I think he got. Another ring, and, yeah. I, and I didn't. <laughs> well, 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 Willie, let's start with you. Chiefs are in this for the fourth time in the last five years. <laughs> Just your thoughts on that and, and how they got to this point, because there's a lot of doubt this year. People thought that the wide receivers weren't that good, and there are all these issues. They're here getting ready to play for a Super Bowl. It's, even the years they, they won the Super Bowl, remember they would have those roller coaster seasons, and then they would put together some runs, and, and it's that's the league's different now mm-hmm. because of the offenses, and, it, and, and it's – I mean, the, you think about it. They don't really have a number one receiver. Who's got the most receptions other, other than Kelsey? And uh, this wasn't Kelsey's best year. You know, he stepped up in the playoffs. but um, He had things going on, though. Well, he still had – well. <laughs> what I, are you I, referencing, Bart? <laughs> well, I, I, think, I think that's been an upgrade for him. But, <laughs> Flying um, to yeah. Japan. And, yeah, yeah he, had, he, he had things going on. And, and well, well, Bart, that's a good point. When you get older, especially in your – I was 33, 34, uh-huh. everything you do with your body is going to counteract you. You have to get as much rest. Get off your feet. I remember one year uh, I had a teammate that had a, a foundation deal, and we were out passing stuff mm-hmm. on a Saturday after practice. And uh, I came out the game that Sunday. My legs felt heavy, and, I, and I'm like, oh, I was on my feet a little too long. Mm-hmm. You don't that one hour or that extra sleep or that extra nap or massage, whatever you do, it really matters, especially when you get – it, when guys get into their mid mid thirties, you got to get that rest for sure. Oh yeah, Bart switching over the U. Mm-hmm. There's the Kansas City perspective. Let's make you the San Francisco guy. I suppose Niners are here, and the Niners throughout the entire season, Again. people thought. 
I think throughout the entire year, they were the best team in, in football. They, I love how you go, yeah, maybe not. I mean, it all depends. It's all relative. It all depends on how you look at it. But the Niners, they stumble a little bit, but now they have since recovered. Mm-hmm. And here they are with a quarterback and Brock Purdy and CMC and an offensive line that's, that's boasted as one of the tops in, in the National well. Football League. So your thoughts on the Niners, what you've seen from them this year? Listen, I mean, they look, you look at them two weeks ago when they played Detroit, the Lions. They look mortal. That first half, mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, mm-hmm. they didn't look more. They looked bad. They look bad. They look like they look I mean, like they were getting were, dominated. Yeah. That 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 offensive line for Detroit. Watch those guys. That's a good offensive line. And I will say this, Bart, that uh, you, you didn't know about. They have a Willie Rofe Award for the top high school player in the college player in the state of Arkansas. And that young man, Frank Ragnew, won the Willie oh, Rofe he Award was, okay. when he came out of came out of University of Arkansas. So he's a I'm, stud. I'm, I'm always cheering for that young oh, yeah. man. He's, he's a, a stud. Good man. Sewell's a stud. Yeah. I mean, you, yep. got some, yep. you got some studs on that offense. But I mean, they made they made that that off. They made the defense look very mortal. The offense wasn't making plays. And then you know they then you saw you saw that. I think the, the championship caliber, right? You guys yes. the experience of these guys that have been there. Detroit hadn't been there. Yes. And all Detroit had to do was score two touchdowns in the second half. Well, they, well, they could have kicked that field goal, right? Kicked the field goal and then had a chance. But, <laughs> yeah. but that's that's to say you, you didn't have to go back and score a touchdown. I got you. I'm just saying there's just, you know, they had many opportunities to make plays. They didn't. But, you know, San Francisco, it's good. Everything, both teams, right, have gone through these these droughts or these yeah. and, and, and you got to understand tips. like we talked about in 14 16 games you you're gonna have some game i talked to bart i remember when they wanted in 94 in philly i i remember the philly game because philly got after him and came up there and whooped him and, <laughs> yes, and, and 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 in joe montana the chiefs beat him that year i think uh-huh. they lost three games but i remember the philly game from that season and it's it's gonna happen and we we put together a nine and no start in no three and, and broke all the records and had some lulls and you know, it caught up with us in the playoffs. We ran into, uh, you know, Peyton Manning, and you know, and then Peyton ran back into Tom Brady again, and he it took him a while to get past Tom Brady. So you yeah. know, it, it happens, but uh, yep. it's going to be a good battle. You know, you know, my heart's with the Chiefs, but you know, you got a lot of guys on that 49er team that have been in the league a long time yeah. that don't have rings as well. So this, uh, a lot of them Chiefs guys have got. Uh, multiple rings so you know it's always good to see the underdog do well but Patrick Mahomes you know he's uh when you get to this stage I mean it's going to be tough to knock him out he 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 understands what he's trying to accomplish and the company he's trying to be a part of and if he wins the third that will put him in Rare company. With you guys being an offensive lineman, i got to ask about this. Niners have been talking about the Chiefs and their holding, right? That's what they said earlier this week. Also, if you look at the Chiefs, Jawan Taylor starting a little early and getting flagged at the beginning of the year. That was such a big deal. What do you make of that? I mean, holding happens a lot, right? Well, you so, to, well, you have officials for it. It's not, okay. it's not, it's not the uh, player's job to make that call. Well, you can call holding every, every you know, every play almost if you want to. You know, Trey had a couple. Trey and I go had a couple bad penalties in that yeah. in that championship game. Trey Smith, but Dewan, uh, he played better. You know, he's got long arms. He's real athletic, so I understand why they wanted to go get him. But uh, I think he corrected lining up in the backfield. We we were at the Jacksonville game. When he had like five penalties, and they pulled him out. Yeah. So you know it was it was rough on him early, but you know we give you uh, twenty million a year, you're going to play football. So <laughs> you're not going to sit on the bench long if you're making if you're healthy, making that kind of money. So uh, no, he got it together in the le- the kid that left tackle. 
Uh, Smith. He got hurt. He got hurt. And then uh, is Tooney Joe playing? Tooney. Joe Tooney's questionable. But but the other but the other injury. He played well. He's Nick got Allegretti. He's got yep. experience. He played well. So Allegretti's a real good backup. He doesn't pull and pull like like Tooney pulled in in that in that game before that against Buffalo. He did a great job. But it's going to be. Hey, it's the Super Bowl. So hey, that's why you play the game. You, you the never four, know. Advantage 49ers with the with the deep at the front. I, I like. Chris Jones is all pro, but you know the 49ers got some. They got that big tall one in the middle. They got some. Whew, they got they got some animal <laughs> Nick Bosa. So you got some it's the advantage to the 49ers up front, and uh, you know you got Ward who used to be with the Chiefs yep. with the 49ers. Now that's another subplot there. He he knows those guys. So, but I'm, also you know Patrick has a good. He does a good job of neutralizing. Okay. Those, those front guys. Okay, I got right? you. Right, I and mean, he gets rid of the ball quickly. Yeah. He, he's mobile. He moves. He knows so, how to pick. It. Yeah. You know, he. You're right. If you say there's an advantage, it's advantage quarterback, advantage Kansas City. Yes. Right, but you've also got a Christian McCaffrey. You've got the Debo Samuel. You so got, the 49ers have better weapons, probably. Other than Kel- I say, because you got uh, Kittle, Kittle, and Kelsey are wash. Yeah. So you look, they're both. Yeah. Are, that's a wash right there to me. So you got McCaffrey. You got Pacheco. Uh, 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 you got. Uh, I think McKinnon is coming back this week, right? I think. Uh, do we, I know he's he's he could. He could. I, yeah. I know listening to other other guys, and I know they said that there's it's it's probably a long shot. But if you look at the wide receivers, though, Debo Samuel versus whatever wide receiver you want to pick out, Rice. You, you Rice, look at yeah. yeah, Rasheed Rice would be the one. Would probably, be the one. Right? Yeah. And then you look at other wide receivers that the Niners have, and Brandon Ayuk. You don't really you? have you don't really have that guy. And you got Kansas the other City. young man, what's number fifteen for the 49ers? Yeah, Greg Greg Jennings, I think. Yeah, he's long, tall. Yeah, he's long. Yeah, The thing is, on this level, even though you know they aren't, aren't household names, anybody on this level is capable of making a play. Mm-hmm. And the key is to make the play. You know, and that's and that's why actually the way Detroit lost. They had guys that weren't making the play in no. the second half. Second half, they drop a pass. You know, series and, over. Well, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then they start getting tight, and they haven't exactly. been there before, and the 49ers have. And that was a good test for the 49ers because this is going to be a back-and-forth game, yep. and it's going to come down to who's going to make the plays late Who, in the who's game. Who's resilient. And who's, who's going to get it done and not going to turn the ball off. We've seen Brock have some games where he kind of – when he gets in the rhythm, you know, offense is a rhythm, he gets going. But if, if he starts stumbling a little bit, he hasn't been on the stage before. No. So Patrick has a lot a lot of times, and that's where the Chiefs have the advantage. But the overall team, who has the overall better team at some of the positions, I would say probably the 49ers. Probably more more guys covering those positions yes, than you have yes. on the, on the uh, Chiefs side. Yes. But, you know, and then again, like I said, Mahomes can – he makes he's, up for a lot. He changes a lot. He's that he? X factor that you know he can he can neutralize a lot of uh, a lot of those uh, advantages. So you're leaning Kansas City, I'm assuming. I'm leaning Kansas City. Bart, 49ers. <laughs> Make it nice and simple. I that will way. say I will say this: if it gets out of hand, it could get out of hand. So the Chiefs, both sides, the Chiefs defense is going to have to step up and 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 slow that 49er train down yeah. and the Chiefs are going to have to establish the run so to keep them yeah. keep those guys off the field cuz the 49ers are pace rhythm pace Absolutely. rhythm and when they get rolling this it could be yeah, listen that the uh, Pacheco the Rutgers guy I'm yeah. from New Jersey so uh, <laughs> you know like the, uh, tout, tout Rutgers yeah. um, you know they can 
they, he, he, he could have a big game. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Bart and, and Willie, thank you so much for coming on by. I know, I know you guys are getting hounded by thousands of people. So thank you so much for dropping on by. Enjoy Super Bowl 58, okay? Thank you. Good. We're, just having, we're having a good time hanging out just uh, talking about stories, man. It's been a lot of fun this morning. Got that right. <laughs> they were they were walking around. Well, he was running into every single person. He knew so many different people. And so did Bart Oates. Willie Rofe, ladies and gentlemen, one of the all-time greats as an offensive lineman. Bart Oates, not so bad himself. Those guys know a thing or two about winning. So great to have former Chief Willie Rofe on the air. We also had former Chief Neil Smith on the air in our number one. Those are the type of people that are here at Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Las Vegas. Our coverage presented to you by Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com and presented by Davis Liquor Outlet. Neighborhood locations with superstore prices Find a location at davisliquoroutlet.com. Later on, Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, will get to that Drew Tranquil interview as well. Up next, we talked to a guy who was wearing a Hall of Fame jacket earlier today. That is Steve Largent. Steve Largent, the Hall of Fame wide receiver from the Seattle Seahawks. We play that interview coming your way next right here on The Pulse, broadcasting from Las Vegas. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hello, this is Jeff from CBD American Shaman Derby. We can help you rediscover romance through natural elevation. Boost your endurance and satisfaction with our horny goat weed. It's our blue pill for him and her. Happy Valentine's Day. Life is better with the feather. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by Ab. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM is broadcasting live from Super Bowl Radio Row in Las Vegas. We'll be interviewing the biggest names in sports and entertainment, plus interviews with your favorite Kansas City Chiefs players and coaches. Super Bowl Radio Row coverage on ESPN Wichita is brought to you by Davis Liquor Outlet, neighborhood locations with superstore prices, and by Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at RemodelersWichita.com. Continuing the broadcast live from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Las Vegas. 
Starting to see a lot of these Hall of Fame jackets come out <laughs> and about. And we have a Hall of Famer with us right now. It's Steve Largent, former NFL wide receiver. Everyone knows him with the Seattle Seahawks. Hey, thanks so much for coming, Steve. How are things going? Really good. Really good, yeah. I see you're in Wichita as well. Yeah. Of course, I used to play against Wichita State yep. when I went to the University of Tulsa. And uh, – have a lot of good memories okay well you bring that up like should there be a researchers of football at wichita state i mean it's been it's been a thing people talking about yeah, it. yeah I, I think <laughs> i think they should i mean you know but I, i'm 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 prejudiced towards uh football anyway yeah for sure absolutely well hey let's talk about the game itself coming up this weekend it's the chiefs a lot of the chiefs fans didn't know if the chiefs would make it to this point a lot of doubt because of, well, some wide receiver wide problems. Everyone keeps talking about it. So let's dive right into that right there. Is that overblown, or is it seriously when you watch them, some issues at, at wide receiver? Well, you got to start with Patrick Mahomes. And I don't know how bad the issue of dropping balls affected him, but it didn't seem like it bothered him very much because uh, he kept throwing them. And I think that uh, they've corrected a lot of that um, drop ball situation uh, in the uh, uh, ending season and the postseason, uh, they've had a pretty good run of uh, catching the ball for the, the receivers catching the ball. I think the receivers are good. Their tight end is really good, uh, and and they'll be fine. Uh, but, you know, the thing about Kansas City, and, and people have said, you know, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? I think Kansas City is going to win the Super Bowl because they've been there before. Uh, not everybody on their team's been there, but most of them have been there before. And I think that's a real advantage for a team to have a quarterback, number one, that has played in this high-stress game before. And uh, Patrick doesn't look like anything bothers him when he's under, under center. Uh, so I, I think, I, think I, I, I would give, uh, if I were a betting man and I'm not, uh, I, I, I would bet on the, the Chiefs. How would you describe Patrick Mahomes? Uh, I think he's very cool under pressure. I think that he's a leader. I think that he's a, he's a winner. Uh, and those are all compliments uh, that, uh, that are the highest degree in my mind. Okay, on the Travis Kelsey. You brought up how you like Travis Kelsey. The tight end position has changed so much over, over the years. I feel like it's really just changed over the last ten years, maybe five years. seems like it gets, it gets more wide receiver E, if you will. Travis Kelsey to have this type of run didn't get to a thousand yards in the regular season, but he made that decision the rest and obviously paying it off because of that knee issue. When you watch Travis Kelsey, other than the Taylor Swift stuff and everything, cut through all that. What really stands out about Travis Kelsey? Well, I think number one, he's a winner. Uh, I think that he uh, he catches the ball well. Uh, a lot of tight ends struggle with that. Uh, I think he runs pretty good routes. He doesn't run great routes, but he runs pretty good routes. He gets open, uh, and he's open quite a bit. And, uh, and and he's got a quarterback that's willing to invest in him and, and uh, throw the football to him. So I, I think he does all the things that you want to see a, a good tight end do. He's a good blocker, too. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about that, but he is. He, he, he's, he's got a big body, and he puts it in front of uh, defensive uh, players. So I, I think he's a, a, an excellent uh receiver and an excellent tight end uh, but you know the whole game's changed uh, in terms of the way they play it uh, you talked about uh, them not throwing the ball as much to the tight end that's that's the nature of the game today uh, the, the quarterback's throwing the ball more but he's not handing it off to the uh, to two 
running backs in the backfield. There's maybe one running back in the backfield now. And uh, that game has really changed. And so, and, and I would tell you as a receiver, I like the game the way it's played today because they're throwing it so much more. Uh, but uh, it, it's changed and probably will continue to change. And uh, I think for the most part, uh, the changes I agree with. Well, that might be a perfect transition to the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan and how he uses his wide receivers yeah. lining up in the backfield with Debo Samuel putting him in different spots to try to keep them guessing. Yeah, the little tap passes now when, when they go in and, and jet motion, you just do a little tap, and that counts as a reception. But moving those guys around, you talked about the development of the game. How about that as a wide receiver, seeing those guys go into the backfield? I mean, could you imagine, you know, back when you were playing, like going to the backfield and starting there rather than starting in a traditional X spot, Y spot, wherever it might be. Right. Well, we, we had some of that uh, in our in our offense sure. uh, with the Seahawks. But what we did it for, and what I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that the 49ers are doing the same thing, is what they're trying to do as they move receivers from position to position is to find out is it going to be a man coverage or is it going to be a zone coverage? Is that defensive back shadowing this receiver, or is he is he not? Is he going to play a zone? And that that just gives your receivers and your quarterback a, a hint of what they're about to face when he snaps the ball. Uh, but I think that is what's happening with the 49ers is they're trying to get a read on what's going to happen now. Is it going to be a man coverage? Is it going to be a, a zone coverage? Or what, what's going on? And are they going to blitz? Uh, and, and you can read the defense as you move your receiver around, and, and that's all they're doing. Brock Purdy starting at quarterback. Yep. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes on the other end who's yep. been here before. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, hasn't been here before. Yep. How big of a deal is that with Brock Purdy just being fresh and, and being this new guy? He, he has already surpassed a lot of different things, a lot of expectations. He's playing for a Super Bowl, so the guy's doing something right. Yeah. But everyone keeps talking about the rushing attack of San Francisco. Well, if you bottle that up, what happens with Brock Purdy? Is is he ready for this type of moment? So go, go into the brain of, of Brock Purdy in this situation. What what would that be like for him this weekend? Well, it, he obviously will be under the gun, uh, under a lot of pressure by the Chiefs and by the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I, think, I think that he's handled it. Uh, really well in the playoffs, in the end of the season games. Uh, Brock Purdy has really played excellent football. And, you know, he's not a big guy. Uh, he, he can run it. He proved that last game. But, uh, you know, I think I think he's a very capable quarterback. But this is a Super Bowl. And I would say that, uh, I mean, if I, if I were a betting guy, here we are in Las Vegas, I'm not a betting guy, <laughs> but uh, I, I would bet on uh, – the Chiefs because their quarterback has been there and he's done it before and I just think that he's going to be more uh, calm and uh, focused than Brock is. He's This will be his first experiment of playing in the Super Bowl uh, and maybe he's going to play in more Super Bowls I don't know but uh, this is his first one and I just think that that's a lot of pressure on a guy. When you have this much time to prepare for a team, mm-hmm. getting that extra week, yep all the different wrinkles to, to put in there. Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, what exactly would they be looking at to maybe try to catch the other team off guard? Well, and, you know, they're, they're going to an environment where they got, you know, a thousand reporters and everything like that, and they're, they're not living at their own house. They're staying at a hotel for a week. And, you know, there, there's a lot of things that can go wrong and, and happen at, at that, at that uh, 
situation. Yeah. But you know, I I, I think I think both these teams are uh, their their coaches are are pretty organized and and uh, pretty strict about players uh, screwing up what they've done. Yeah. And so I don't think that's going to be a problem for them. But uh, you know, it, it's it's still going to come down to play on the field. And uh, you know, I, I like I said, I I, I think. Kansas City's got a more experienced quarterback. And a lot of people listening to this, like they like to hear that. They're hoping for another Super Bowl. How crazy is it to see the Chiefs for the fourth time in the last five seasons? Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if it's ever been done before. I don't think it has. Uh, yeah, one team only thing would be close would be the Patriots, but that's but no they didn't story. go. They didn't go to four Super Bowls in a row, or even four out of five Super Bowls. I yeah. don't think. But yeah. anyway, I, I think it, it's a pretty remarkable thing. Uh, the, what the Chiefs have done, and, and uh, they, they've played through a lot of the problems that they've had with uh, receivers dropping balls and stuff like that. Uh, but their quarterback is the one I watch when when they have dropped balls because, you know, some quarterbacks can throw their helmet and some quarterbacks can get back to work and next play. Uh, and I, I think that uh, uh, Kansas City's, uh, you know, got the quarterback to, to – to manage that. Well, we know you're a wide receiver. We didn't talk anything about defense. We didn't say anything about secondary. Yeah. We didn't talk anything like that. It does feel like that's a little different as well. We talk yeah. about the evolution of the wide receivers, but what about the other side with, with the secondary guys? So Jerry Sneed is, is one of those physical guys there for Kansas City. Yeah. We all know I think he's been penalized a lot, but he's also made some big plays. Went yeah. at the goal line with Zay Flowers about to score, completely changed the game, and gave Kansas City the win. So yeah. your, your thoughts on the secondary and how you well, see it this weekend? It, it, again, the way I would judge the secondary uh, is I think the 49ers have a better secondary, uh, but Kansas City's got a very good one. Uh, so they're not far behind. Uh, but I, I just think Kansas City, uh, uh, San Francisco has a maybe a more experienced, uh, maybe better athletes, uh, or I don't know what it would be, but you know I, I think that uh, overall their uh, secondary is pretty darn good, and they can give the pass rushers more time uh, because they're keeping their guys covered. All right, before I let you going, you can't get out of here without talking about Gridiron Greats Assistant Fund yes. and the Pork Rind Appreciation Day. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, what happened was uh, Mike Ditka started a fund, uh, and it was for old uh, football players like myself and uh, guys that are really hurting that, that played in the National Football League and uh, gave everything they had uh, and, and were really patriots of, of our league at a time when uh, we needed them. And, and those guys now are kind of hurting, uh, guys that didn't make a lot of money uh, and they're trying to raise money to help their situation. Uh, they're not buying them a house or doing stuff like that, but doing crazy stuff. But they're helping them with, you know, knee replacements and hip replacements and things like that that they've uh, come across in their in their lives uh, and just don't have the money to, to pay for that. And so Mike is uh, is raising money for uh, their benefit, and the pork rind industry is uh, stepping in and saying, "Hey, we want to be a part of this too." And uh, so that's that's what I'm doing here is uh, speaking on behalf of the pork rind industry and and. Uh, and the NFL and, and trying to take care of our players. Well, Steve, thank you so much for dropping on by. Enjoy Las Vegas. Isn't this just perfect for a Super Bowl, though? I think it is. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't have said that before I came yeah. today or I came yesterday. <laughs> uh, but it really, I mean, just just the the whole thing is, is perfect. Yeah, it's fantastic. Steve, thank you so much. Thank you. Steve Largent, who can play a little bit of ball, man. <laughs> the guy is 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 so good. <laughs>
he was super good when he was a Seattle Seahawk. Glad to land him here on the show. It's part of our Super Bowl 58 Radio Row coverage. It's presented to you by Davis Liquor Outlets, neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at davisliquoroutlet.com and presented to you by Pinnacle Homes. Building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com. We got a break. When we return, we'll go to the phones. We talked to Wyatt Thompson yesterday, so let's get the thoughts of Brian Haney, the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks. We'll ask him about the loss on Monday and so much more. That's coming your way next as the Pulse continues to broadcast live from Las Vegas. This is the Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. The Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. I know it's Vegas and it's a lot of fun, but for us it's, it's a business trip in, in the true sense and we're going there to play a football game and, and try to find our way to win it. Coach Reed just challenging every single person in this building to up the ante just one more step. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by Ab. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM is broadcasting live from Super Bowl Radio Row in Las Vegas. We'll be interviewing the biggest names in sports and entertainment, plus interviews with your favorite Kansas City Chiefs players and coaches. Super Bowl Radio Row coverage on ESPN Wichita is brought to you by Davis Liquor Outlet, neighborhood locations with superstore prices, and by Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at RemodelersWichita.com. Welcome back to the Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Jack Johnson uh, producing. I'm Pat Stropman nearing the end of day number four from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Las Vegas. A lot of the stars are coming out here today, but we have a superstar that joins us now on the phone lines. He joins us every single week. It's the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney. He's brought to you by the Mattress Sub. Brian, glad to have you here on the show. I got to say, I've been on the lookout for some KU uh, 
talent out this way. Here's why I'm saying this, because last year I got spoiled. Landon Lucas showed up the Radio Row last year, and I did a 30-minute interview with him. And I'm like, man, I, I want I want Lena Lucas here again. I want to run into I want to run run into someone that's got that crimson and blue in them. But so far, no dice. But there are a lot of broadcasters from KU, so maybe that's the the consolation prize. Not now, that's random. I would not have guessed if you would give me a hundred guesses. I would not have guessed <laughs> that Lando would be down there. I was just going to come on and say I feel so unworthy to be on the show today because. You know, you've got Carrot Top before me and Britney Spears coming up later and <laughs> Emmett Smith in between and, and uh, all, all these Vegas superstars. And, and then here I am. But thank you for honoring our weekly appointment. You sure didn't have to. But we'll, we'll be extra good for you today as we get set for Kansas, Baylor, and ESPN College Game Day on Saturday. Yeah, that's going to be a vibe. I don't think you're going to have nearly as many people there for that game as you will for the Super Bowl, but it will be a well-attended game for sure because of, well, let's just bring up the the scenario. Kansas coming off a a loss to Kansas State, a loss in overtime, 75-70. Now you have the Baylor Bears. They're going to be fired up. They're going to want a marquee win as they continue to move along here in the 2023-24 season. Let's go back to Monday night. Uh, i got to say, your equipment's probably intact because there's no court storming, so you're good. I don't think you have to worry about replacing any equipment, so that's good. But uh, nonetheless, a loss for Kansas and another challenge on the road that ended up in an L. What was your overall takeaway from Bramlage Coliseum? Well, the takeaway was... We were a tired team coming into the game and then an exhausted team by the end of it. Bill Self said as much last night on Hawk Talk that and he was not making excuses. He was just describing kind of the circumstances around the game. He felt like they'd really emptied their buckets physically and emotionally with the, the highly you know, contested, heavily hyped top ten showdown with Houston in which they put on a clinic. They, they shot the best percentage they'd shot since 1997 versus Niagara when they shot 69% against the best scoring defense and also percentage defense in the nation, let alone the conference. So everybody was loving them some Jayhawks on Saturday. And yet you got to flush that immediately, get set to go to Bramlage, where it's K-State's biggest home game every year, obviously. Cats were a wounded, desperate team having lost four in a row. And, and KU did not play to its ability level. And obviously, uh, at times, kind of played down to the competition. They had the 11-point lead that they gave up very quickly with an 11-0 second half run by the Cats. And, and then it was, uh, you know, nip and tuck back and forth down the stretch from there. And you saw, I thought, a really tired team with guys that played 44, 44, and 43 minutes, respectively, in the starting lineup and, and looking at guys like, K.J. Adams and Kevin McCullough and DeWan Harris. And at some point, that takes a toll on you, especially if you're, you're Kevin and you're already a little bit gimpy with the, the bone bruise in his knee that he's been dealing with. So I, that, to me, was one of the biggest factors. And, again, that's not making excuses at all. If I was making excuses, I'd talk about the officiating. But this was a tired team that has no depth, and they've got to find a way in these next seven games the final eight in league play, but these next seven before you go to Houston to cap it off, to, to get some kind of something on a consistent basis from its bench. Because until those guys can be more consistent and more trustworthy, it's really hard for Bill Self to go to them on the road, hostile environment, in a tight game scenario. And consequently, 
his primary five guys are playing just a boatload of minutes right now. And K-State obviously was much more productive off their bench, both in terms of scoring and minutes played. And it showed in the freshness of their stars in crunch time compared to Kevin McCullough, for example, who's an 83% free throw shooter, but goes one of five in that game. And most of them he missed short because he's got dead legs. So I think Bill Self, you know, has, has been doing all he can to, to tinker with the lineup and get everything, uh, you know, as, as good as it could be. But on what is easily the thinnest bench he's ever had in his 21 seasons here, he's got to find a way to get a little more out of those guys. And then he said last night on Hawk Talk, he can do a better job of articulating to his starters on how much more he needs out of them before their next breather. And what he what he used as a metaphor was. No matter what your listener does for a living, those of you driving around in Wichita tuned in right now, whether you're a sales guy, whether you're a doctor, a nurse, construction, whatever you do, when you show up <laughs> at 8, you know I'm going to be done at 5 today, right? Or I'm going to be done at noon. You, you have a finite amount of time. I've got to push myself to this mark, and, and then I know I can catch my breath at that point. And it allows you mentally to, to kind of you know, throttle up when you need to but save some in the tank knowing this is how far i got to go. He said he's, he's got to plan better on when he can steal an extra minute or two here or there and let the guys know that. Hey, get me to the under seven, under eight, and then we'll get you out. And if he does that, he thinks he can get a more turned-up version of his team that also is a little better rested, but they're not going into it not knowing if they're ever going to get to come off the floor. And he said today in his press conference right before you called, they're at a place right now where you get to the 14-minute mark in the second half and, a lot of these guys don't come off the floor the rest of the night, and that's just a really tough spot to be in in terms of staying fresh and, and staying sharp. Yeah, and and that's the thing. As the season rolls along, it, it only gets more grueling because we, here we are in the month of February. This is where truly the toughness and everything shows out. you got to have it, and then you got to get ready for what could be a three-game stretch in Kansas City, and then you got to get ready for the NCAA tournament. So it's only going to get more grueling as the season rolls along. This weekend, Kansas hosting Baylor. If if it was flipped, if, if KU was going to Baylor, I don't know, that would be, I think, really intriguing after that type of loss on Monday. But they'll do it later on. But that's the nice thing. KU gets back at home. They take on a Baylor Bears team that has been – Interesting this year. I think that's that's the only word that I would use to describe Baylor. It's because I look at them, I see the talent. Sometimes it's been there, sometimes it hasn't. It's been a, a little, it's been a little inconsistent. But there's no doubt that Scott Drew and, and the Baylor Bears they, they've gotten used to winning and they have a winning program. But this year it just seems to be a little bit of a up and down year. Which I guess you can say that about every team in the Big Twelve. Let's be real, Brian. You can say that about every team in the Big Twelve because it, it's truly an up-and-down type of season. But when you look at Baylor, how would you describe the Baylor Bears this year compared to the previous years? Well, I think what you're alluding to is that they've had like some hot stretches where they rattle off five wins in a row, and then they lose three in a row. But when I see them losing, I mean, their three conference losses are two games that were in overtime, and the other was by two points at Texas. So no shame in... in the way they've lost some of these games. Now, the fact that they lost to K-State, obviously KU just lost to K-State in Manhattan, so there's not a lot of shame there. But they've got some of their toughest games still to come, and that's where 
we'll really see what they're capable of. But they've got amazing firepower at 84 points per game. That's overall on the season. In league play, they're averaging 76 a game. Very, very impressive stuff. But you look at the league opponents to this point, they haven't had to face Houston yet, who has the best defense. They haven't had a chance to face Kansas yet, who has the best starting five. So we'll see what it looks like. But I'm certainly impressed. They've got two freshmen, one of which could be a lottery pick. The other, Bill Self says, could be a top-20 pick. And you, you look at the way they spread it around with four players all averaging north of 11 points a game, five total guys in double figures. You can see why this is a club that routinely scores north of 80. But uh, some explosive guard talent that shoots it really well, that can beat you off the bounce. They've done a really good job in recent seasons under Scott Drew in reloading every year with, with NBA projectable type uh, lottery pick talent. We've seen that you know, each of the last three seasons, and this appears to be another one in that line. So I'm impressed with them, to be honest. But I understand what you're saying. With, with a little bit of a roller coaster there with the three-game spell in the middle of uh, five games here that they won, they've won three straight on the heels of the three straight losses. But I'll be really interested to see on the second half of their schedule, once they get Houston on the lineup card and Kansas twice, then we'll really find out. Is this a, a three-seed in the NCAA tournament type Baylor team, or are they more you know, in that 4-5 that line, but still a, a top 25 caliber club? Because I think with two NBA draft picks, it's definitely a ranked team. question is, are they high-end or back-end amongst the nation's top 25? Yeah, for sure. Well said. Well described. Because, yeah, I just said interesting because I knew you are going to fill in the blanks, which you did. That's how good you are. That's why you should be here in Las Vegas performing inside the sphere instead of you two. You should just be rapping and singing inside the sphere. That's what. That's your calling. That, that's that's your calling. Yeah. I know it is. I'm I know that's going to be your calling. you some major memories, my man. What, what's been the best part of your trip so far? Has there been a, wow, I just interviewed that guy kind of moment? Ah, oh, man. Well, I mean, Steve Largent was, was really neat. A Hall of Fame wide receiver for Seattle Seahawks. That's a, that, that's a good one. Today I, I interviewed Willie Rove, who huh, really good player for, for the Chiefs and obviously yeah. for the Saints. Uh, but also, too, on top of that, shortly after that, I interviewed Neil Smith, who also was a good player, a former Kansas City Chief. There's been more former Chiefs that are walking around, but – Let's be real, Brian. It's Vegas. It's going to bring out everyone, and that's that's really the big thing to me. Last two years, L.A. was was cool and all, but there were still some restrictions in place, and it seemed like it was all that packed. Last year in Phoenix was a little bit better, but still maybe not the very best. And look, it's weird to say that because I interviewed Emmett Smith last year and Sean Alexander and Marshall Falk. So it's not like those guys are chopped liver. Those guys are, are regular season MVPs. So, like, that was good last year. But this year, it has just been on a whole nother level. I, I just can't get over that it's the most amount of media credentials in Super Bowl history. So that should just wow. tell you what people are thinking about Las Vegas. And I'll give it up to Vegas, man. Vegas has done a terrific job. And I got to say, Brian, when I get back home, I got to say, I might just call the mattress up and just say, look, can you can I, can I just sleep in your store overnight with no one interrupting <laughs> anything? I, I just need I just need sleep. My body is aching, but I guess that's where the purple mattress comes into play. Yeah, I've seen you. You see the movies like uh, what was the movie where they, they gambled all night long and they, they come out with bloodshot eyes. And they, it's it's daylight. They've been at the tables all night. 
that maybe that was 21 with Kevin Spacey. Or maybe I'm thinking <laughs> oh, about yeah. the, uh, the, yeah. the Galifianakis uh, crew uh, with Bradley Cooper and those guys. It's some great yeah, movies. Hangover. I, yeah. I, uh-huh. Hangover. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm seeing Pat Strothman, like going on two hours sleep and doing awesome <laughs> radio by day and crushing the blackjack tables at night. As soon as he gets back to the 316, he's got to climb in that mattress from the mattress tub, whether it's a Serta, a Tempur-Pedic, a Purple, all the top brands, the best night's sleep of your life. And they, they give you that 90-day opportunity to try it out. You might need 90 straight nights of sleep to catch up on all the sleep deprivation from one week in Vegas on Super Bowl week. But have fun, my man. Hopefully you're bringing back uh, all kinds of great stories on top of fantastic memories of the Chiefs winning Patrick Mahomes' third Super Bowl and a whole lot of other uh, great theatrics along the way. So thanks for having me on and making some fun, buddy. I appreciate you greatly. Absolutely. Thank you so much for hopping on the show here today, Brian. And, uh, yeah, enjoy enjoy yourself this weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds great, bud. See ya. Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, brought to you by the Mattress Hub. It is KU and Baylor coming up on Saturday. Coverage beginning at 3.30. 5 o'clock is when the tip-off time is. It is KU and Baylor. KU basketball presented to you by Baxter and Associates. Coming up this weekend, we have the best of Radio Row coming your way at 11 o'clock. We have Suns and Warriors on Saturday night, and then Sunday it is Super Bowl Sunday. We'll have a Chiefs tailgate show. We'll have a special Chiefs pregame show as well. And coming up tonight, you'll hear from Bill Self. It's Hot Talk with Bill Self. Recorded from yesterday, so you'll hear from the head hawk himself. And then tonight we have three hours of Super Bowl Radio Row <laughs> replay, if you will. Jack Johnson already lining that up. I don't know how Jack is going to do it because we've had some terrific interviews. But Jack did this last year. He did a great job. This year, something tells me he's going to be just fine. So let's take a break. When we return, We'll wrap things up from Super Bowl 58 Radio Road, day number four. We'll wrap it up with Drew Tranquil, and we'll see if we have time for anything else. But that's coming your way next as the Pulse continues on from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Las Vegas. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Okay, you know how it feels when you've saved enough for that long-awaited home edition? Now imagine an addition on that edition. That's the feeling with Capital One, where a new savings account earns an interest rate five times the national average. That's right, five times, as represented by five times more singers. This is banking reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Rate comparison based on FDIC national rate. Capital One N.A. member FDIC. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? This Fire Prevention Month First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. 
Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. Oh, what you gonna do? You wanna get down? Tell me. Oh, what you gonna do? Do you wanna get down? Oh, what you gonna do? Back here from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Las Vegas. Let's hear from another Chiefs player from yesterday, Drew Tranquil. I'm telling you right now, this guy might be my favorite player for the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Here's Drew Tranquil, former L.A. Charger and now a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Drew Tranquil, here you are playing for Super Bowl in Chiefs red. I know it's a different color maybe than what you wore in years past, but here you are getting ready for Super Bowl 58. Just your thoughts on this entire week and kind of what's going through your head. It's weird wearing red, I know that. Uh, I've worn blue since I was 14 years old at Carroll High School. Wear the navy threads in Notre Dame and then the blue threads in Los Angeles. Uh, But man, now I'm in the red threads and now I'm in the big game. Uh, It's been a special year. My wife Jackie and our three kids, uh, we've been blessed to be in Kansas City. and We have a special group of guys, special coaches, leadership, uh, special ownership, and uh, there's a reason this team's here year after year, and it's been special to kind of be in this culture and, and learn from these guys. Yeah, you brought up the culture. What what makes this culture so good? I know that's probably maybe a tough question, but what makes this culture so different maybe than other teams out there in the NFL? Well, I can't speak for, for every other team in the NFL, but um, there's a lot of things that make it special. I think uh, the most important thing, and I believe this across the board in any business or organization, you have to have great leadership, and we have great leadership at every level. Um, and it obviously starts at the top with our ownership, our decision makers, Brett Veach, our coaching staff, Andy Reid, Spags, Nags, uh, Tobe, and those guys. But you have to have great player leadership, and we have incredible player leadership. Um, starts with guys like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Legereus Sneed. Our best players are some of our best leaders. Um, and I think when you have that, you have a chance to win in this league. Well, you probably have some of those guys, but you're primarily working with the other linebackers, with Willie Gay, and I know Leo Chanel is getting, getting better as a second-year player. And, of course, Nick Bolton is one of those top guys as, as well. What did you do to kind of gel with those guys? Or is it simply just step on the field and, hey, we're here to play, and we're all going all, all gonna to be on the same page? How did it all come together this season for you guys? Well, I'm thankful those guys uh, kind of welcomed me the way that they did. Uh, they won a championship last year. They're Super Bowl champions. And so to welcome a guy like me into the room, um, you know, they they won it without me, you know. Um, and so for them to, to, to welcome me in, uh, to let me into their brotherhood, um, I think it speaks to the competitive stamina that they have, uh, the competitive greatness that they have, um, their willingness to strive and be better in every aspect of their game. Um, and I'm just grateful, man. There, there's some really good players in our room, 
and um, yeah, just grateful. Spags has T-shirts with his face on them. Now, it's not exactly his face. There's some extra things added to the picture. But what does it say about Spags? And what does he do to make it such a joy to, to work and, and play for a guy like that? Well, he lures us in. His wife, Maria, makes incredible desserts and delicacies and uh, delicious lasagna dishes, and he brings them in. And so we fall in love with him and his family. Uh, no, he's just a great leader of men. He's a great ball coach. And uh, when you're able to put game plans together the way that he does, uh, incorporating every guy and making them feel like a part of the plan, uh, guys just buy in. And when you have success with it, it creates more buy-in. And when you create that momentum, um, man, guys just go into games saying, man, let's just execute this thing and it's going to work. What was the first thing he said to you, like when it was a done deal and – you all start talking about, hey, how, how we're going to fit Drew and make him part of this defense. What was kind of that first conversation like? Was it just a simple, hey, this is what I envision you to do, or what was it like? Well, his words were, I can't believe that we got you, and we're so glad to have you. And I think uh, I felt that all year long, that they're glad to have me. Um, you can't take that for granted. You won't always feel that wherever you go. And I felt that all year here with the Kansas City Chiefs. So how many times have you went and looked at that text that Andy Reid sent you? I mean, it's all over, man. It's viral now. So guess how many times have you looked at it this season? Well, I looked at it when he sent it, and then when we won this AFC Championship game, I was like, it's crazy to think back on that moment, whatever, eight months ago, ten months ago. And, uh, wow, here we are with a chance to go win this thing. All right, one question about the 49ers. What do you see from the 49ers in order for you guys to be successful this weekend? Well, there's a reason they're in the Super Bowl. they got incredible personnel. Uh, they've got an incredible coach and Kyle Shanahan and incredible coaches below him. They do a really good job of marrying their run to their pass. So their runs are going to look like their pass plays. Their pass plays are going to look like run plays. And um, when you're able to do that, it creates uh, conflicts for the second level, for all levels of the defense. Um, but they're going to be a tough challenge on Sunday. Drew Tranquil. Seriously. Uh, out of all the interviews I've done, I, I've had some fantastic interviews. Justin Reed can speak, and I understand why so many people gravitate toward him. Creed Humphrey, Joe Tooney were both incredibly good here here today. But of all the interviews I did with Chiefs players, Drew Tranquil, by far and away, stands out to me. He's such a smart cat. And I know Sean Merriman loves him, and he hates the fact he's wearing Chiefs red. But he's going to get a payday. And if it's not going to be with the Kansas City Chiefs, it's going to be with someone because someone needs to have Drew Tranquil. And Sean and I were talking. Sean was like, man, locker room-wise, losing that guy, crucial for the L.A. Chargers. Absolutely crucial. Well, then, we are officially done. Day four. From Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Las Vegas. It's been so much fun. Tomorrow, I just got done booking someone during that little interview. Jack Johnson will play that interview. We'll also have a couple of other things pop up as well. Our keys of the game, brought to you by Schofield Honda, we'll have to worry about. Fat Jack is here in Las Vegas as well. You'll hear from Fat Jack from FatJackSports.com. If you missed any of our Radio Row coverage, go back and listen online at ESPNWichita.com, Spotify, or Apple Music. For the great and wonderful and always flexible Jack Johnson, 
I am Pat Stroplin saying so long from Las Vegas. Radio Row coverage brought to you by Davis Liquor Outlets and Pinnacle Homes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow right here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.